Dave Fanning on 2FM. Living in Clip is the name of the album. It's a double album. It's a live album. It's Annie DeFranco, so it is. And that track from it there is called Gravel. Wallace Bird, how are you doing? Are you I'm all right? great. How are you doing? I'm very good indeed, Wallace. Now, listen, tell me, first of all, let's go straight into this. Um, this album, you're going to have to educate me about it because I don't know an awful lot about it. This, this, right. this was the live album. Mm-hmm. Can I say also that since you had about five or six studio albums before that, that this is a bit of a best of? Oh, yeah, I'd imagine so. It's the, definitely a great way to get into her music if you were going to. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She has like 21 albums or something like that. Today, if, now, does if she? If not more. Oh my God. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, this one's about 25 years old because it's mm-hmm. 1997, 1998. Now, mm-hmm. did you, like, by the way, of all the last few weeks that we've done this, the last 20 weeks, this is the first live album that oh, we've released. I have cool. a problem with live albums. Uh, not, yeah. not a problem, but I prefer, always prefer a studio one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tell me why this is so good. Um, there's something inimitable about it uh, the fact that it's live and uh, her fans are zealot they really are yeah, yeah. she she was uh, singing about subjects at a time when nobody else was singing about it so her fans were zealot and uh, the, so much so that she has uh, for example at the end of songs or at the end of a lyric a strong lyric the audience will scream so hard that she can't have an audience mic she can't have an ambience mic she, every scream is coming through her her vocal mic and it's crazy and it's just, it shows a time of when, how music can be so powerful. And the album itself is just a trio, uh, usually just a trio. And uh, the power of the three of them alone is uh, something really to behold as a live artist. Um, very, very strong. And the crack that they have, there's lots of stories in between the songs. Uh, it's punctuated with just stories about traveling and uh, her life and that. And it really made a huge impression on me as a live performer. And I later released my own live album based on the, the DNA of this record. So, yeah, I'm but a big stealer. When, when, like when, when, when people have written about you, Wallace Bird, um, one of the first people that comes up and says, if you don't know what she's like, she's a bit like this. And Annie DeFranco is one of the first names that comes up anyway. Did that make you feel really good? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, <laughs> give me that any day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. She's something else. Yeah. OK, let's take a look. She's from New York. Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo, New York. OK, fine. And this album is a little bit unlike a lot of live albums. In that there's about 31 tracks and it's from all over America, more yeah. or less. It's not from one gig. Yeah, yeah, it's over the span of three years. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, oh, right. yeah. Okay. So it's the best collection of of that time. Uh, some of it is festivals, some of it's with uh, Philharmonies in Buffalo, and uh, so there's string sections and uh, brass sections in there as well. It's just a high collection of of her what she is live. Yeah. And in between, I mean, like I only listened to it now, like yesterday, just to get this, and I didn't know it at all. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that, like, she's got this. Uh, I don't know, weird bits of mad wisdom. Like, she's a bit kind of crazy and offbeat mm-hmm. confessions and she's, I don't know what you'd call it. Like, she's just a lot of between track stuff that's kind of uh, out there. Yeah, yeah. So she'll, yeah, this is, her banter is very, she's lived a crazy life. She's been DIY her whole life. So she set up her own label. She set up her own publishing company. Yeah, she's company. not exactly daytime radio. Never really Mm-mm. got it. Yeah. No, no. She's, uh, she was a feminist when it, uh, when it was a bit daunting. Um, so her subject matter is about like, uh, women's health care, uh, yeah. about abuse, all very, very strong subjects. And also about, um, being queer in a time when it, when it was also a bit dangerous, you know? Um, so and she's also talked many times about that word. She'd much rather the word queer than mm. bisexual, which she lived with for 10 years, but said no to hell with that word. It sounds kind of 
Well, it sounds like something out of a, out of a hospital or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice to bring back certain words, and yeah. uh, she's definitely a poet. She's very, very uh, clued in about how to use uh, words and the etymology of it. And yeah, she uses it very, very well. Yeah. Because I remember, like "In and Out" was one of our big songs from years ago. Is, is, is that on this? I've forgotten. It is. Yeah, right. yeah. It's I, a I killer it version. Up the track. Yeah, yeah, really. And like "In and Out" was one of the first times she would have. I don't know. Like people would have. Okay, what's she talking about here? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it, it, that was on the "Imperfectly" album. It was it? Yeah. Jeez, yeah she's so many of the albums. I've... I know. I mean, <laughs> You'd like, know I better mean, than I would. I, like, I mean, I, I knew a bit about her at the time, but mm. I, frankly, I wouldn't know in the last 20 years. I haven't listened to her at all. Yeah, she yeah. kind of ploughs her own furrow, you know, and there's millions of fans to go with it, and she doesn't need anybody else. Yeah, yeah. She really goes by the, what do you call it, the <laughs> flies by the seat of her pants, you know, yeah. um, beats the beat of her own drum. She was very much uh, individual. She didn't care what anybody thought, and she, she hates uh, capitalism and corporate life so she's uh, carved her own way in the business and really set set the tone for a lot of uh, independent artists but she's she's the real deal Okay yeah. we played and there's 31 tracks to pick from we're only, we're mm. only playing three uh, we're with Wallace Bird here the album is called um it's called Living in Clip, is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Is it that the actual title of it? Good, good question. I couldn't yeah. tell you. Right. Okay. I don't even <laughs> like her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, what, any idea why it's called that? Uh, living in Clip is a term that was used on stage because everything was clipping. Uh, everything was in the red. Everything was distorting all the time because she's asking for more and more. So her, in her clip, sound engineer she, Goat she, said it's living in clip. So she's man. never living in it, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, okay. So let's play this one. We played one called Gravel. Why did you pick Gravel? It's just a, a cracking trio uh, performance. Incredible lyrics and uh, yeah, it's really for me. It's just that the, it's all about performance and the lyrics in this one. Yeah. Okay. Now, what the, what, that's the one we played. So what what about this one now? Shy. Shy is just breaks my heart. Um, see, she has this thing, doesn't she? She's been like the, a lot of the stuff you can feel it. Like in, like there's a rebel rousing feminist thing about it that's mm-hmm. really kind of very funny and very self deprecating and that. But she's also a yearning romantic when she wants to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, you're dead right. Um, when she sings about love, she also takes the make out of herself on stage talking about some some people. Is like, what are you talking about love and stuff? That's just so boring. What have you lost your uh, your edge and she's like no I just feel like it you know so again she doesn't really adhere to what other people want from her and has she had up and down relationships throughout her life like everybody else or is she like was she always doing pretty good in it uh, well funny thing was that she was kind of there we are she was queer and she was uh, dating women uh, mostly and then when she began to to date a man and had a baby for a man it was it was unfortunately a lot of people turned against her but she, let, we have to look at it in a time that she was a voice for many, many people that didn't have one at the time um, or were scared to use it. Yeah, we're it. talking 25, 26, 25 27 years, years ago. ago. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, well, it's different now. I mean, she's, like I say, she's still got the zealot um, zealot fan base. Eddie Vedder has a huge tattoo down his arm of her. Prince was a huge fan um, because the quality of the work is there. She's yeah. She's formidable and she's, you know, she's leaving a huge legacy. Yeah. Okay, well then let's take another track then from this album. This is Annie DeFranco. It's called Shy. And it is.
It's a double live album from about 25 years ago from uh, Annie DeFranco and uh, Wallace Bird is here talking about it. We played two songs, one more to go. That one's called Gravel. Sorry, the first one's called Gravel and that one there is called Shy. Um, she's, um, the, yeah, there is one track in the album I think it's absolutely awful. Having only listened to the album <laughs> once now, not before, which is uh, this ridiculous Buffalo Philharmonic um, Amazing Grace. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's falls in and out of time and stuff like that but it is it is what it is ah, it is what it is Dave <laughs> okay so that, that sounds like somebody who loves this album so much that even tracks like that okay fair enough but I mean she has in your face rockers and she like that's her three piece really rocking out there as much as they can and then she's got this solitary outsider stuff as well doesn't she she's kind of every woman so therefore you can relate that's the yeah, point yeah yeah that's it she really crossed uh, crossed borders um, when I went to her concert for the first time in the Olympia a good 20 years ago it was all ages, all sorts of people, like suited, booted. Uh, yeah, she really reaches out. Um, but then again, doesn't everybody just love a good, clever lyric and a good and a well processed um, yeah, idea? She has, she has a few clever lyrics. So I, if I remember right, there was one line that went something like, I, I'm starting to get over the urge to kill somebody. Oh, was that the name of the song? No. That, that was, <laughs> oh, was it, out of range was the song. Oh, yeah. Thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, as she says then, there's also one song, and I hope somewhere some woman um, um, hears my music and it helps her through the day, and I, uh, through her day. And that's 25 and 30 years ago. So these songs, by the way, did you know them from the previous albums? Was this your introduction to Annie DeFranco? Uh, it was my second introduction. So the first one was an album called Dilate, uh, which right. was a breakup record. Really? Um, yeah, and uh, that uh, killed me. I had just fallen in love for the first time as well and had my heart broken and it came at the right time, you know. Um, yeah, so to be singing about something that I felt right. But I think what captured me most about uh, Ani Gifranco was that her guitar style. Uh, I never, ever heard anyone play the guitar like she did. And that really influenced the way that I do because it was it, it's this vigour, a kind of a, a, a punk flamenco thing going on. She never played with the plectrum. She used to just strap really intense shellac onto her fingers and uh, and and pound that thing and that made me go oh okay so the the guitar is a drum as well as because I'd only ever seen trad people like flirt with the guitar beautifully but it was always really gentle whereas she she had yeah aggression which was really really attractive to yeah. me yeah. Okay, you yourself, by the way. Um, first of all, there's lots of gigs coming up. Wallace Bird, we're talking about here, the Hands Tour 2022. Just speaking of that, by the way, the um, style that she has, you had no choice. You, <laughs> you, you had to find a style that was completely unique due to right. a, an accident at the age of naught, more or less. Yes, or whatever. yeah. What age were you? 18 months 18 old. Months, yeah. yeah, I fell under a lawnmower and it chopped all my fingers off on my on my. Left hand, right, and they stitched. But they stitched them back. Four, four of them back on. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I play, I play. Says Dave, but I mean, like you know, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did a, a really a great job for that long ago. So like yeah. nearly forty years ago now. So. Um, so that just reminds me of spying on tap. Where one of the drummers died from a bizarre gardening accident. <laughs> <laughs> we don't so, mention it. Don't mention that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so look, I tell you what. Yeah, as I say, so you had to find some brand new way of turning something upside down and going the other hand. And yeah, yeah. Um, funnily enough, I was all already had the guitar, so I was a bit annoyed, and eighteen months old to have my kind of teddy bear, let's say, taken away from me. Um, and since then, I've just learned how to get the most out of a hand that has been uh, had has been I don't know 
hindered in a way. Yeah. Um, and now I just use it really cleverly. I try to strum as hard as I can and it's a deft hand, thank God. Um, but it takes a, it, there's a little, lot of love put into it. I play um, a right-handed guitar upside down so it sounds brighter than yeah. usual guitars. And um, I guess there's a certain amount of like, well, this happened to me, so I'm going to try and do it better than um, than I would be expected to. Yeah, really. right. Okay. Uh, you, you're from Wexford. Yes. And uh, how well, long? Well, me than yeah. Wexford. Yeah. Okay, me than Wexford. And you, you did, you, I know you went to Germany around 2005 or so, and then you've been living there in Berlin for the last 10 years or so, no? Yeah, I d- 10 years this September, actually just gone. And right. uh, I'll be staying there. I just bought a house outside of Berlin, so I... I guess I'm staying. And it's Berlin cool, yeah? Oh, it's it's beautiful. It's yeah. not for everybody. It's dirty, cold, really rude. and uh, But it's it's green and fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it stays awake all night. <laughs> You're selling it. Okay, just, <laughs> let's take a look at some gigs here that are happening. Yeah, the 6th is next, which is... Oh, that's today. Tonight so, is, yeah, to, yeah. yeah. That's the Empire in Belfast mm-hmm. is the 6th. The 9th is the Theatre Theatre in Kilkenny. Debarra's in Clonakilty is the 10th. Um, the 11th is Cypress Avenue in Cork Crown Live in Wexford is the 12th Kenny's in Lahinch is 16 Dolan's in Limerick is 17 Whelan's in Dublin is 18 and 19 and various support on various ones of those gigs and if you want to find out all they can go to what? Uh, you can go to my Instagram wallacebird.com you can go to Twitter well all yeah. of them all things right, okay. and tonight yeah all these um, kind of um, what do you call it dates if you like uh, are all up there and they're all November as well right up to the 19th and you have this have you got a new album coming out or no god no, no. I just released one it in was May the one. Oh, oh yeah Hans was yeah, yeah, yeah released yeah. this yeah. May um, no I'm taking time off and I'm renovating this house right okay <laughs> so like Hans is what six or seven is it seventh album seven, yeah, seventh yeah. studio album now, and I'm yeah. only 21 it's amazing right, right indeed right? Yeah, <laughs> indeed you are um, what was I going to say there's a thing here it says that these gigs will be moments of both connection and introspection you better explain that to me well I decided that I go out and touch everyone in the audience and then yeah, right, ignore okay, them fair, yeah, fair enough <laughs> no what I mean like is there a bit of a Nanny DeFranco almost like you know I mean in I've, between I've grown songs, up on her yeah, for right. sure yeah total I've, honesty in between yeah, there's it's for me it's a moment when you walk into a room full of people you have an opportunity to chat and see how they're get, how everybody's getting on and feel the space and make something of it together. I really don't think that um there's a separation between me and the audience. There's certainly not a separation between me and when I go on stage. So it's literally just standing either on the ground or on a podium with with friends. That's what I consider it. Friends and enemies, let's say. Okay, because like you say, like because this is just a little one-line press release thing here. Sometimes far harder to confront, only to emerge optimistic and whole. Basically, raising issues. Does that mean talking as well on the stage and like getting across some stuff? I wouldn't be preachy. I used to yeah. be preachy, but I, I'm more so kind of um, see how everybody's getting on. And uh, lately, I've been using the opportunity to talk less and just try and eke some coziness some confidence out of people and get people to actually uh, use their voice and, and sing, which I think is a little bit more powerful than having to listen to me talk about my opinions and stuff like that. Everybody has one. Yeah. We all know it. Um, but yeah, I mostly want people to feel comforted when they leave. And uh, I work really hard at that. Feel like they've come out of their comfort zone and uh, experience something together as a group. And no matter how enjoyable it can be to play live and to tour and all the rest of it, do you ever feel that this whole world that we live in of Spotify and all the rest is frankly a joke? 
Well, I'd, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's right that corporations receive money and that music is not even the product, that uh, the streaming services is the product. Um, I think in our lifetime, we're going to see a, a vast change in how people find worth in music. So I have faith. I I really disappointed in how it is right now, but I have faith that it will change um, because it can't survive this way. Art can't survive without uh, support from others really and uh, to de decentralize where um, profits are going so that funds can be uh, dis you know sent among artists is that will change um, I'm really proud of Ireland for doing the um, the monthly payment out to artists I know I hate to talk about money and art but we're in such a situation right now that it's it's gone the pendulum has swung too far and well, I'm I really proud of Ireland for what it's Well I think more should talk about money and art. Like, like, yeah. So many are delighted to give it away because of the democratisation of music on the internet. No, get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. anyway that's for another day probably. <laughs> we'll do this last one. By the way, just those gigs again. It's uh, Belfast tonight and then Kilkenny on the 9th and then Clonakilty and again in Cork, Cypress Avenue and then Wexford, hometown and then Lynch, Limerick and Whelan's in Dublin uh, for two gigs. No, nothing in County Meath. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, yeah. the last time I played there, I've closed the place down, so I better not go back. <laughs> oh, OK, fair enough. Anyway, um, Hands, it's the Hands tour and it's the current album as well. And uh, it's more or less time to get out of here. So last track from Annie DeFranco. You picked 32 flavours. Why? Mm -hmm. Just a beautiful, beautiful song, a different side of her. And I think it's nice to show many facets of uh, her slower side. Yeah. All right, well, listen, Wallace, Wallace Bird, thanks a million, Wallace, for talking to us about the Annie DeFranco album, Living and Clip is what it's called, and best of luck on the road. Thanks very much, Dave. Dave Fanning on 2FM.